you guys do our San Diego game last year? Joe, I can't remember where I worked last week. They're going to go for it here on fourth and one. A lot of words, a lot of words. No snap, no play. Nothing, right? It's hard. Hard count for him off sides. Hi, and welcome to Hard Count Now in podcast form. This is our 2016 NFL season preview. I'm Melanie Dinyashki, and for another season of NFL goodness, I'm joined by Laurie Horesh. Very happy to be back. New format, diving in deeper than ever into all the NFL goodness. Plenty of Aussies this year, plenty of big storylines, but if you heard another dulcet tone or dulcet mm-hmm. voice coming through the airwaves, that is because two has become three. Three is company with the addition <laughs> Of Patrick Stack from Fox Sports News. Welcome, Pat. They say threesomes cost extra, but we'll do this for nothing, Lawrence Horash. Mel, hey, hey. absolute pleasure to be here. Just a clarification to all you big NFL fans out there. All the hate mail can be directed directly <laughs> uh, to my Twitter account, Patrick Stack Fox. At Blue Tick. There we go. We welcome Pat. Mm-hmm. He's very humble, which we'll need to change very soon as the hot takes start not flying. Not the fitting of this expensive haircut, let's that's be honest. No, I know. Salon quality hair right there. <laughs> and I may not be verified like the two of you, but that's something that I know the social media team are working on upstairs <laughs> the at my behest. The important thing is, is that you're over it and you're not carrying it around and moaning about mm, it yeah, most you know, days. Very classy. No Each room hour. for a chip on the these shoulders button the hour without further ado let's get stuck into the big talking points heading into this 2016 mm. nfl season <laughs> and surprise surprise melanie danyashki we are going to kick off with your new england patriots because it is very hard to avoid oh we're still brady isn't this guy done yet Tom Brady, he's got beautiful blue eyes, oh, he though. He does, he does. That, so that handsome. Chiseled looks. So those handsome, lips. so potentially morally questionable. Um, <laughs> he's a cheat, no question. We won't get into his off-field activities, but what we will get into is how your team is going to cope with Jimmy Garoppolo under centre through the first four games of the Patriots season. What are you expecting? I'm expecting him to surprise a few, actually. I think he's been in that system for a couple of years now. Bill Belichick is a genius. We know this. Those cutoffs are there for a reason. He's, he's earned them uh, with his supreme genius off the field with the playbook. And I think he's, he's worked up Jimmy Garoppolo to be ready for this game. This is a big, big four games for him and his future in the league. But I think he's been given every opportunity to succeed. Every opportunity. He has. It all starts against the Cardinals, though. And this mm. is a team that is stacked on offense. It's a offense. tough start. It is a tough start. They're improved on defense as well. Mm-hmm. Are we going to see Jimmy step out of this, you know, 10 yards and in dump-off pass routine and actually flex the playbook a little bit? Because what we need to see is whether he can keep pace with an absolutely stacked It couldn't Arizona get offense. a bigger test than that. You're right. And uh, it's something I'm very much looking forward to. We have one touchdown, thrown touchdown in preseason. So uh, he needs to improve on that for sure because they have a – Potentially lethal passing offense there, and he needs to make the most of that. What's his heritage? Garoppolo sounds Italian. He's Italiano. Italian. He's a Chicago boy. Yeah, right. Up in Boston with the Irishman. Deep mixing dish. It. There's yeah. no chance Brady can get off those suspensions and come <laughs> nah, in earlier. No, 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 no. What's a good break even for you? Like, what do you look as a Patriots fan? Are you thinking two, I, two, I would, one, I would three? Want, I would want at least three wins, I think. At least three wins? Yeah. Standard Patriots, greedy, even after four nah, rings. it's not great. It's unbelievable. freaking success. We're used to it. We're going to go from <laughs> unbelievable and we're going to move to believable now. Mm. And uh, the Rams have come home in many ways to LA. The mm. believable side is they've somehow managed to make a cross-country voyage into the most boring season of Hard Knocks ever <laughs> put on tape. Um, and somehow Jeff Fisher and co. have managed to be overshadowed in this historic of seasons, two decades without 
the Rams in LA. They've been overshadowed a little further away in the same state, Colin Kaepernick, in San Francisco, causing, you know, it's a, it's a protest that many people have a take on. Um, many people oppose it. Many people uh, at this current time in, in American culture where they've got, you know, racial tensions at, you know, not an all-time high, but it's certainly peaking. Yeah. Um, it's certainly grabbed, grabbed headlines and, and grabbed the consciousness of the nation. Yeah. Him home taking a knee, of course, during the anthem before preseason and prior to that sitting down. Uh, it's, it's grabbed attention, which I think is what he tried to do. He wanted people to notice. Some people think maybe a bit naive. That's certainly what I think because he's saying that he won't stop until an issue is fixed. You're, looking about, you're talking about uh, racism, which has happened for generations and generations. Would we like to see it change tomorrow? Absolutely. Will it happen? Probably not. And that's the sad truth. Um, so I think, it's, a- I think it's great what he's doing, and I, and I 100% am with him. Um, I just think we're going to see him kneeling for some time before this gets actually but Isn't fixed. that fine? Isn't, that, isn't this the ultimate form of peaceful no protest? Mm-hmm. This yeah, I've got no issue with him protesting. That's fine. That's fine. I just think his protest is a little naive in what he wants to achieve. But it's made people stand up and take notice, and that's having, what he wants. Having read a little bit of the coverage surrounding it, is it fair to say that if it was a Russell Wilson, a Tom Brady, a LeBron James, a, a, a athlete in the United States who was maybe at a higher level than Colin Kaepernick, mm. uh, that this would be received differently? No, he's not the prospect we thought he was a few years ago. Yeah, you're right. His contract does become more movable. Uh, as time goes on. And and that's a fair question, that this isn't a guy who's yeah. in some ways got as much to lose as a player at the top who's got a franchise on his shoulders. Colin Kaepernick right now is a second-string quarterback. Mm. But for That's every- what I mean, though, is there's cynicism that he has more to gain than lose out of this. Is that why there's been Maybe. this uproar that people Perhaps. feel that he's leveraging what is a serious situation yeah. uh, to try and benefit himself personally? Is that part of woven into the narrative at all? Or I think that's am woven. I reading too much into it? I think that's woven into some people's opposition to yeah, it, for sure. I would say so. But whatever side of this you take, and I think most of us uh, would very much appreciate the, the feeling that as an African-American man, you know, he's, he's got strong emotions about the current temperature right. in, the, in yeah. the country and, and issues with law enforcement and all the, all the elements of American culture that are playing into that. But for everybody that is sick and tired of robotic answers from you, Russell Wilsons and you, JJ Watt. At least this is it's a player is showing a, ref- yeah, a refreshing sense mm-hmm. of opinion, of personality, and taking mm-hmm. a stand on something. That's right. I'm, I thought Kaepernick was it. a wanker, and now I'm team Kaepernick. So <laughs> so that's totally it, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I'm sort of the same. Like, I could not care less about Kaepernick. I was like, why do you keep throwing the ball so like... hard? It's bouncing off your, your receiver's <laughs> chests. <laughs> And you'd watch him, it's just throwing, and they're bouncing off him. Stop throwing it so freaking hard. Yes, you've got a machine gun on your arm. I don't give a... shouldn't swear in the first podcast, but I don't care. And now I love the guy. Now I'm like, yeah, come on, Colin, go 49ers. Meanwhile, he's dropped 45 pounds, and his arm looks a little more like a BB gun than a machine gun. But he's on the squad. They've kept him on the squad. He is rolling forward with quarterback still on the mind, and we couldn't get through this without visiting to the overhyped, over-talked, but... Well, for me, ever entertaining <laughs> NFC East. And we've got two rookie quarterbacks here. Not the most likely of starters by what the narratives were coming into the season. No one expected Dak Prescott to be lining up week one for <laughs> the Dallas Dak. Cowboys. Dak. Is Dak what you do to someone's pants? It, it is. I, I feel like in Australia, this, this could take a, you know, a great yeah. meeting. It is. At the same fans. time, Dak Prescott is a quarterback name. Yeah. It's very much a quarterback You're name. You're right, it is. Dallas Dak. On, yeah, it's yeah, screaming right. out yeah. for that sort of headline, is it not? The other man is Carson Wentz, who, by all accounts, if you listen to anybody from Philadelphia over the season, was meant to be sitting back for the entire season uh, and and taking his time, getting used to the pace of the NFL. 
lo and behold, Teddy Bridgewater's knee implodes like something from, you know, Wiley Coyote and co. Oh, um, I love these awful. names. We see Sam Bradford <laughs> get sent off in a trade for somehow another first-round pick. So Sam Bradford's in Minnesota, and then all of a sudden Carson Wentz is getting a lift up Into to Philly. start in Philadelphia. Spound his wings, in week some might one. say. You... <laughs> Didn't mind a little Carson Wentz coming into the draft? I, I believe the hype. I bought it hook, line, and sinker. You were North Dakota State all the way. I was. I just love an underdog, I think, too. I mean, uh-huh. it's, it's North Dakota. How are you going to love that underdog behind a questionable Eagles offensive line with receivers that catch like cornerbacks? I think you'll get a lot of Fargo responses after every interception. But it'll, it'll take a little while for him to warm up. Um, I'm not expecting that much from him. Philly as well, like... Hang on, have we touched on the fact that your boy Tony Romo? Well, that's the, we will that's get there. Dak, right? That's we where Dak there. comes in because Dak's taking over from Romo, and he's a pretty good backup option, really, isn't he? Well, he's better than Matt Castle, Brandon Whedon, yeah. and uh, Kellen left arm more. Mm-hmm. Real, real, <laughs> real. They move the needle, as we like to say at Fox Sports. Really move the needle. Really. Don't manage yeah. it. Love that term. <laughs> this podcast is going to be moving the needle. It <laughs> certainly <laughs> will. Yeah. Jumping about all over the place. I have my thoughts on Tony Romo. You guys watching from your vantage point. Um, you see a 36-year-old quarterback who's had multiple back surgeries. Mm-hmm. Uh, he broke his collarbone 16 times last season. There's a tear uh, coming out of your I eye I right cried now. 17 times. Um, what do, Would you expect to see Tony Romo back this season, knowing what we know about sport in general, but particularly this violent, violent sport of the NFL? Uh, I don't want to throw around terms like PEDs uh, too loosely, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> get us to fame, but don't these guys seem to come back in the NFL much more prematurely than in other sports that we're... They force it all right, but that's because there's a lot of money on the line. There's wins on the yeah, line, and, and, a, and a team like Dallas, they have so much pride and so much love for Tony as well. Let me say, Tony's clean, so we won't see him again this year. I reckon. I'm team Tony as well. I'm in on Kaepernick, and I'm in on Romo. Uh, didn't he date Jessica Simpson? He oh. did, but he moved on. Okay. And Carrie Underwood. Hey, hey, we've all got skeletons in the closet. <laughs> he seems an extremely charming individual, Romo. Can we get him on the podcast at all? Is that out of the question? We are. Let's put it on the to-do Australia's list. Australia's sports yeah. leader. I, yep. I will jot, chase just jot that the links down. we have in yep. Dallas and okay. see what we can get. Good. Tony Romo. We'll give Troy Aikman a call. You reported out of there drunk for about, about two weeks last year. You must have had a few with Romo. He I cannot confirm any... Uh, alcoholic substance were imbued oh, while I, saw, I, I saw was those to camera doing a cross. <laughs> <laughs> but look, as far look, if it's a toughness question, Tony Romo's you know come back into games with you know fractured ribs and punctured lungs. And what you hope for, if you're a Dallas fan or if you, you're hoping for the health of Tony Romo, is that Dak Prescott can steer the ship to relative success and not cause Romo to have to rush back because the sight of Romo rushing back too early, like perhaps he did last year, and lying crumpled on the floor again. Uh, with, all the, with all the uh, Simba and Mufasa memes popping up on Twitter, I don't. <laughs> I think I might have to delete all accounts and uh, and go live. What is it? Paint me like one Tibet. of your French girls. So that was my favourite meme of him lying on the floor. Mel Danyashki here for the memes. That'll wrap up the big storylines that we're looking at going into week one. And now what we get to do is take a little look at the big movers and shakers or mm. the contenders, the sleepers. So Mel, I'm going to look at you. You're going to take a look at the AFC for us. I am, yes. And uh, who do you see in the mix in a big spot this I got, season? I got, I got a big four for you here. I've oh. got uh, the Cincy Bengals. I think uh, you know they've always got an offer, offense worth talking about and the defense strong as ever. What's a Bengal? What, a tiger. It's like a tiger. Okay. Like a Bengal tiger. tiger. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. I thought maybe they were Bengals. For, anyway, sorry, continue. No, Carrot Top. I think he's, I think he's very... 
very good quarterback. Uh, and then my other pick, Kansas City, the Chiefs. Yeah, they are. So talk to me. You must love them too, uh, I think. Oh, yeah. So I asked Lawrence a couple of years ago. I said, oh, look, I'm looking to get into the NFL. My big problem is I don't have a team. Mm. Give me a team. I need I need a team. I can't be like one, you know, like Mel and just go for the team that always wins. Hey. I need a, a team that's going to be maybe challenging a while, but is just you know got a good fan base. You know, mm-hmm. perennial sufferers. They I are loud, like. the Chiefs. Yeah, and he said you know Kansas or I, I said I was leaning towards Philly, and he he convinced me to go for Kansas, and so it's been exactly. nothing but pain yeah. since. I admit Philly are even worse, but he's somehow <laughs> given me. The, the exciting quarterback that is Alex Smith, the guy who can throw no further than 11 and a half yards. Better than Garoppolo's team. Hasn't exactly been but the most exciting, Travis, right? Travis Kelsey, he's like the most exciting yeah, well, guy he's of great. all time. Yeah, he's really fun and he likes doing that that mm-hmm. dance that the kiddies love. What is it, Dap? The Quan. The Quan. The Quan. Yep. yep. Can um, I ask, also Travis, Travis Kelsey follow. is currently doing a dating show where he's uh, dating. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I don't yeah. Catching, Catching Kelsey. Kelsey. Oh, uh, 50 so good. women, one from each state. Of the United States. Unbelievable. Could you see yourself in a similar role here? In a formerly Andrew G uh, role emceeing or or hosting that show? Catching Stacky. I I think I'd (laughs) certainly have to change my name. If he's going to Osher, I don't know what mine is. Mm. Uh, But uh, yeah, certainly if I could alternate my name and go full vegan. I uh, could bring you down to local synagogue and we could find you a nice traditional name like Osher did. (laughs) Is that what happened? Is that why he's Osher? Anyway. My other my other picks, Travis Kelsey, love the guy. Pappy Blanco on Snapchat, give it a follow, trust me. Uh, Denver Broncos, the other one that I think Denver. Is good. Yeah, and I think even without uh, well, Peyton, I- Paxton Lynch, I like the guy. Crazy hair. How long Goatee, before Paxton Lynch gets in after Trevor Simeon, with Trevor Simeon driving I, I, the bus right now? Well, I don't think it's going to be driving the bus for very long. No? No, they'll Short go with trip? Paxton. He's their long-term guy. I like what I see from him. I just, I just like it. And Memphis as well, because Tom Hornsey, Tom Hornsey, a Memphis uh, Australian punter who actually was in Dallas for a little bit he in was. preseason Ray last Guy couple of years. Yeah, that's right. He, uh, he's a Memphis guy. So I'm off know. the Australian like punters. Um, that's you, my, that's my tip for the. Wow, we're done with it. <laughs> that is a scalding hot take. Could not have come hotter. I can't just, wait um, to interview our first punter. Watch on the out, show later. I'm coming in. They're not a, real. Oh my lord. Yeah, okay, sorry. Continue. Uh, no. And uh, so <laughs> if Seb Rocker can make it in the NFL. Something's wrong. You've got uh, yeah. Australian Adam Gotzes joining the fray. Very exciting times. Second round draft prick. Uh, <laughs> Don't be editing Uh-oh. that. I reckon he's a prick ah. as well. <laughs> he was lovely enough to chat to us before pick. the draft. Gotzes, take my calls, please. Um, and then, of course, the New England Patriots is the last pick that I've got there. Play on. So she's in a hipster stripe. She's got her glasses on. She's all credibility. Thank you. If I'm having a look at the NFC, yeah. I think there's four that stand out. We've already talked about the Cardinals loaded up on offense. I'd like to see Carson Palmer find a little rhythm after it all. The wheels certainly look to come, if not all the way off, certainly shook late in the playoff run last year. Carolina Panthers, no Josh Norman. They look to replace uh, his presence in the secondary with more low-round picks because that's how they structure their team. But again, a a fierce defensive front. Mm -hmm. Cam Newton. They get Kelvin Benjamin back to add to this towering, towering, Receiving core. Yep. Uh, the Green Bay Packers are a much more complete team than many. The Seattle Seahawks have a bit to overcome mm-hmm. when it comes to their offensive line. No, they're no. going to be good. <laughs> they were really good last year and they had everything go wrong. Love a patty hot take. And they got rid of that absolute dead weight, Marshawn Lynch. He did nothing <laughs> all last season. <laughs> Marshawn Lynch, a welcome, a welcome visitor Who? to Australia uh, in the last couple of weeks. Uh, so Seattle, I've got a few question marks about. But, but for me, those, those three uh, cards, Panthers and Packers, sit atop for me. Stacky. Mm. 
Who's your contender? Who 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 stands out for you the yeah, most? It's a, this is really uninformed, but I think uh, it's going to be big from the Patriots this year after getting knocked out at How the penultimate guy? hurdle. I don't love, I don't like them, but you guys, goddamn it, I respect them. And I think Seattle, as I it. said, I think they'll be all right. Yeah, I think yeah, Russell Wilson's going to come good. It's going to be nice. Are you saying we might have a rematch of Super Bowl LIX? No, it's too much to do that sort of. That, I'm not going to go in that okay. hottest taste. Right. Too much okay. can go wrong. Okay. But uh, okay. I have a yeah. feeling your Roman numerals are way off. No, it's X-Lix. X-Lix? Yeah. An X-Lix. <laughs> X- no, no, X-Lix. just an X-Lix. That, okay. that was Super Bowl X-Lix. You right guys- yeah, and the Panthers, I mean, can they back it up? Or will they be too busted up from, from Super Bowl? What's going to happen with them? It's, it's, psychologically it's hard to broken. make back-to-back Super Bowls, number one. And number two, can they come overcome what happened in the last mm. one? I don't know. We're going to find out. Well, they have the talent to get there, 100%. They do. They certainly do. The youth of that team helps a lot. The, yeah. You're looking at their linebacking core. You've got Shaq Thompson coming alongside Luke Keekley and Thomas Davis. Mm. That front, we've said, is fierce. There's still youth on that team. The receiving core is young. Cam is an absolute moose. Mm. Uh, just a beautiful moose. football player to watch. Um, and a man who, unlike Colin Kaepernick, learnt uh, how to reel back uh, the machine gun and throw with a little touch over the last couple of years. What about sleepers, Mel? Is there someone coming out of the dark? We talked about mm. some big-name teams, but yeah. a, a team that's going to come out of the out of the woodwork and shock a few. Oh, yeah. Okay. I like Tennessee. Mm. Tennessee. Yeah. Marcus. Marcus. Mariota. Mariota. The Hawaiian prince, as I like to call him. Uh, him. Can Derek he Henry. Very far? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, got, he scored a bloody touchdown on the end of a trick play last last season. Okay. An amazing thing. Not answering the question, but yeah. uh, anyway. good response. Did he throw it to himself? <laughs> <laughs> he went full Nelson Muntz yeah. and hurled that thing up in the sky. <laughs> and then uh, really plucked it. And just burnt everybody. Okay. Sorry, I'm getting uh, in your way. Yeah, though. no, Derek Henry, new uh, rookie running back. I think he could be a bit of a... A bit of a dark horse here. Oh, yeah. I think might, he overtakes DeMarco Murray. So a matter of yeah. time. I like that offensive line has yeah. really come along. Oh, I yeah. think with Marcus being there now a couple of years, I think uh, that this could be a big year. And Washington, uh, Kirk Cousins. You like that? That's you what like he that? Says. I do yeah, not like that. Him. Do you like that? So, is he a dreamboat? No, 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 no. Is he it's dreamboat not a, territory? It's not about looks, Patrick. Don't be so shallow. You said we were getting deeper, Patrick. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> I'm as shallow as a waiting pool. I like it Anyway. Right. I like a hunky quarterback. I want my quarterbacks hunky. Mm. I think it helps with their... I think a, a hunky quarterback's always going to beat an ugly quarterback because just on top of how good they are on the field, they've got it going on off the field, and that gives them confidence. Clearly the seeing where moments. your New England Patriots pick came from, oh. seeing as they back up Tom He's Brady with Jimmy tasty. Garoppolo, yeah, yeah. who is the best-looking quarterback since, uh, rest in peace, uh, Paul Walker appeared in Varsity Blues. Wasn't that a great movie? It was a great movie. <laughs> I never understood. You know when she does the, the bikini with the... The whipped cream the, uh, bikini, yeah. yes. <laughs> There's not enough. Like, she goes around the corner and you see this... Very time efficient. And then comes out and then she's got a full-on string bikini made of whipped cream. There's no way that that's like there's a there's a gaping hole in the plot of that movie and it's right in that scene. Uh, Washington was my other sleeper mm-hmm. uh, with Josh Norman in tow as well mm. and Kirk Cousins as I mentioned. Um, yeah, I think I think they could be pretty good this year. You like what Scotty McLuhan's putting together over there? I do. Stack any Smokies coming up the chimney for you? Uh, yeah, no, I got nothing. No. Not a lot of love for San Diego Chargers mm. out there. It's a really tough division against your Kansas City Chiefs. The Oakland Raiders mm-hmm. are a sexy, sexy pick. And the Broncos have the fiercest defense since apparently the 85 Bears. But you uh, like San Diego. But I do like San Diego. I think they have an underrated defense. They can, they, they have put together a pass rush unit that can get after the quarterback, which is so important these days. Jason Verrett is one of the most underrated corners, cover men in 
the NFL. I think they have the best quarterback in the division in Philip Rivers. I don't think Ooh. that's a particularly hot take. And on top of that, uh, Melvin Gordon looks like he's you know dipped his knee in the Aqua de Vita or something because <laughs> that's the greatest comeback from a microfracture surgery that I've seen in some time. That's yeah. normally a death knell. Jeez, these NFL players come back so quick. I know it's it must be it's what, Russell Wilson's Smartwater. Is no, that no, is that what it is? Yeah. That'd be a sleeper candidate for myself. <laughs> now from sleepers, we're gonna get a little tipsy in here. Throw out a few tips. Uh, for the season, we've talked about who's going to be good. Mm. Now we look at who's going to take a few steps back and maybe which coach is going to be the first to get his marching orders. Uh, I've got a long, uh, long, long record of contempt for Rex Ryan, and that continues. I think he's going to be ah. G-A-W-N Max Gorn. Ooh. Yeah. I, I think there's a lot to that. They've had the off-season from hell as far as injuries concerned. None of their top draft picks uh, are in physical condition to perform. Uh, perfect recipe for Rex and his bloviating self and his twin brother, Rob, who's in town now. He just looks so mopey all the time. Have you seen him reading the mean tweets as well? Rob Ryan looks like a grandma in the middle of the woods of West Virginia that opens the door holding the shotgun. I think that accurately describes my brother. Rob, Rex, Ryan, I think that's a fair pick. You might have to book uh, four seats on the plane to get them out of there, but uh, (laughs) they might very well be on their way. That's jokes. Now, who's going to (laughs) suck? That's what I've got written down. Who's going to suck? That's that aggressive. It's punchy. It's yeah, who's going to suck? You tell it's me. It's all about the scripting. Someone thinks my boy in Seattle is going to suck. Who thinks Is that, that your boy now? Yeah, I like what, him. So you've already gone off Tom Brady and the Patriots. Yeah, that I, quick. I, I, He's off I Australian said, punches. I don't like the Patriots, but I've got, you've got to respect them. And Tom Brady is a dreamboat. <laughs> this guy's also a bit of a dreamboat. Uh, I don't know. He's a bit short, but uh, he's in cleats, I guess. He makes him look taller. Mm. Russell Wilson. I think he might have a bit of a sucky year. Why? I know this is this is a bold prediction. Can Good. I put it out? Throw it out okay. there. Throw it this bold. is not something that I I would you know put out there you know softly. I'm I'm just gonna be bold, and I think he's gonna suck because, because this year he's having sex for oh, the first time. Oh, there it is. And uh, yeah, I've said it. I think Ciara might be a bit of a distraction. That's all I'm saying. I think. He, He's not going to know. Like, There's that's, no he way from, he was celibate before. I know that that's the line. Oh, you think it's you That's think just it's the line he uses Like to when pick Britney up. Spears Maybe. did that movie Correct. Crossroads? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> There's opening the window into my mind. So Russell's going to get some, and then as a consequence, he's not going to yeah, get any just, on the field. He's just going to cop the blitz and not know what to do. Okay. What team's doing the moonwalk back into irrelevance? For you, Stack. The man. moonwalk back into irrelevance. One of the great lines. I reckon the Denver the Broncos. Orange. No Peyton, no Denver. Oh, snap. You just think the line of scrimmage was where he made things happen, even I without think those, an arm. those audibles were mm. is exactly oh, what was uh, getting them over the line. Everyone's been quick to blame him for their sort of boring offense, but maybe he was the only thing holding them together. There you go. You will learn much about uh, Patrick Stack for those that don't know him from his work on Fox Sports News 500 already. Mm-hmm. One thing you need to know is the man loves an audible. Just <laughs> just lives for Omaha's, Red 180s. Omaha. He's got uh, a great kill kill. forehead as well. Big forehead. You could broadcast movies on that thing. It is could. absolutely enormous. broadcast Varsity Blues off that And I've thing. got a theory. The bigger the forehead, the bigger the talent. So, mm. you know. That's a lot of theories. Glad that's where I that went. Yep. For me, uh, the team is Indianapolis. Uh, Andrew oh. Luck is a phenomenal talent. Yeah. Mm. So far, it looks like they still can't run block and they're still not protecting him mm. consistently. What they've done over the years in terms of stunting uh, his development and rattling his presence in, in the pocket, as far as I'm concerned, that's it's borderline criminal. Mm. Um, Pathetic beard also. It's really quite questionable, beard, that neck it? beard. It's um, on top of that, uh, the defense is not talent rich. So a lot of people 
see that name, uh, see the weapons T.Y. Hilton, Dante Moncrief, who I'm a big fan of, uh, but I don't see how that is going to translate enough into a successful season mm-hmm. uh, under the cliché machine that is Chuck Pagano. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> He's an idiot. You know who he looks like to me? He looks like Coach Taylor, like just an older, greyer version. He's not fit to, t- to carry Coach Taylor's clipboard. I said he was an older version. Of all the wild <laughs> takes this season, Look, I mean... I just, I'll put a side-by-side and prove it to you if you need, but... Clear whatever. eyes, full hearts. Can't lose. I got a feeling that uh, for the Indianapolis Colts, there will be plenty of losing this season. <laughs> now, we're going to have a look at breakout players mm. this oh, season. Yeah. Uh, we, you know, we could sit here talking about Antonio Brown and Julio Jones. You know, we can even talk about Ezekiel Elliott and Adrian Peterson, Boring. but we've covered all that. Yep. Mel. Mm. Devin Fun Chess. Deep into the depth chart. Devin Fun Chess. Devin Fun Chess. was in the chess club at school back in the day, so... Like it's a stunner. Um, yeah. <laughs> Shock. <laughs> we, me and Stack, you're falling out of our chairs. <laughs> okay, all right. Panthers, wide receiver, mm-hmm. uh, had, a, had a very strong finish to the mm. end of last year. And that was, I guess, courtesy because KB was out, Kelvin Benjamin. But uh, I think he can carry it on. You know, mm-hmm. Kelvin Benjamin has a lot more pressure on him, whereas Devin does not. An amazing off-season camp. Uh, the, the chemistry with, with Cam Newton apparently has come on fantastically. I, I really like that for me. What about you? Marvin Jones. Mm-hmm. Great name also. Marvin. Not, not so Great starving name. Marvin as far as it comes to yards, ah, targets, so touchdowns. Uh, <laughs> people are scared about the Detroit offense without uh, Calvin Johnson, understandably. We're talking about a Hall of Fame, you know, generational talent. But what you get in Marvin Jones is a guy that can operate at every level of the field. That offense is picking up pace under Jim Bob Cooter. Uh, reports are that uh, the double-barreling name with Bob on the end has never been higher, such as the fandom around the offensive coordinator for Detroit. Marvin Jones, for me, if he's not in, uh, if not, not in your daily fantasy lineups, which you can check out on Fox Sports partner platform, Draft Stars, uh, you need to get him in there pronto. He's underrated. Uh, he's exceptionally talented. And the chemistry with Matt Stafford in that high up-tempo offense is already on show. Are we with Draft Stars now? Those incessant commercials you see when, every time you go to the States. Correct. Draft Stars, Fox Sports, yeah. partners. That totally go over your head. Yeah, Do you know what Phil does? Who's Phil? Okay, oh, wow. Right. So, uh, is Phil, uh, Phil... Phil's the Draft Stars guy okay. here in the office. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, I guess he doesn't. I reckon he's pretty good, that Phil. Um, <laughs> Even with the standing desk, doesn't notice him. Oh, that Phil. Okay, I know Phil. <laughs> Phil, I, but I thought he was AFL Draft Stars. AFL? I was, I, AFL. AFL. Phil. I thought he was Australian <laughs> Rules Football. He is AFL NRL. Yeah. Um, I can tell you that I'll be contributing to some of the Draft Stars. He's stuff. a very he's, confused man. He's the sort of guy, every time I see him in the kitchen... I feel bad about whatever it is I'm eating because he's one healthy mofo. He will guilt you about those paper plates. That's why he's the only guy in the office who's got the stand-up desk because he knows it's good for him and the rest of us are just slouched over our editing systems just punching out something for the next bulletin. This guy cares about the environment. Yeah, it makes me sick. (laughs) (laughs) Stacky, is there a player you're looking to emerge out of nowhere? Who have we got? It's not a breakout, it's a breakback and it's RG3. Get around him, ladies and gentlemen. LeBron saved Cleveland, and now RG3 is going to do it. Sure, he might be a steaming pile of manure, but at least it's going to be interesting. He's I think got it's Josh going Gordon. to be great. So we're seeing. I want to see him air it out, baby. You yeah. want to see that RG3 deep ball flying. Yeah, yeah. Look, he's got Josh Gordon coming mm. back potentially after four weeks. I'm pretty sure one of his teammates is already complaining about him, saying that he's jacked up. Like, in, not in a good way. I don't think he'd be jacked <laughs> up in a bad way, but. Uh, um, he's attracted some controversy because he's recently. Uh, separated from his wife oh, and baby mama. Right. He, his childhood a, sweetheart. He, yeah, the they childhood sweetheart. so many vines yeah. together, mm-hmm. Now he's got, talking about social media, new 
New Who's Bay face? on the arm yeah, on Instagram. Oh, yeah. it's, it's attracting like, controversy, but what he's also attracted... He's uh, like an is, old person with a Zimmer frame. He doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> but he, he has attracted some interest to Cleveland. They've got weapons. Corey Coleman's there. Josh Gordon gets back after four four games. Terrell Pryor's transition is a six foot four, 240-pound wide receiver. I love Terrell Pryor. I love that story. Great Look, story. He might not be able to get past a second read. He might not be able to anticipate pressure, but when he drops back and lets that rainbow fly... How good is it? Oh, uh, it's, it's like the days back <laughs> It reminds Baylor. me of Tim Tebow in his absolute <laughs> prime. And he's my other breakout star for you right there. He's going to absolutely crush in, in baseball. That'll yeah. be on the baseball podcast. Yeah, yeah. no, sure. Tune in for that one. Hard curve. For RG3, coming up. you heard it here first. Hard curve. Everyone else was too scared to say it, so I said it. Um, any rookies oh. that catch your eye, Melanie? Obviously, like everyone's rookies. around Ezekiel Elliott. I think he's going to get fed uh, yeah. like it's a buffet in Dallas, especially oh, with Romo out. Yeah. Well, as I said, um, I like Derek Henry. Hines, be you like Derek Henry? Yeah, <laughs> the Heisman winner. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he could be could be a surprise. Maybe not immediately. Could be like a like a girly type situation from last. From season. like week six on, you just see female yeah. or Todd Gurley. Uh, Todd Gurley. Okay. Todd Gurley. Yeah. 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 Uh, we'll I'm get the to only girl in this room. Oh, well, let's duck down to New Orleans for a sec. Michael Thomas out of Ohio State. The Ohio State. Can you trust a guy with two first names as his nah. like name? Uh, not in your friend circle, but you can in your fantasy team. Um, oh, right. Michael Thomas, I think he Didn't fits, know that rule. fits beautifully into the old Marcus Colston role. Uh, you can play inside and outside. Uh, and I think uh, he's going under the radar whilst guys like Colby Fleener are getting, and Brandon Cooks and Willie Sneed are getting love. So that's nice. my, my rookie sleeper. Uh, obviously Ezekiel Elliott's there, but if you're looking a little further down, maybe mm. you're throwing a little wager on. Mm. Uh, have a look at Michael Thomas's way. Will Jared Goff get on the park at all? Goff's going to be a little time, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. That looks For a guy that looks like he needs a little seasoning, Mel, mm. five months from now, season's going to be coming down to an end. I don't want to think <coughs> about it because I'm just getting fired up now. But what are we going to see in Super Bowl LI in Houston? Houston. Who are we going to be seeing in the big dance and who's taking home? The Vince Lombardi trophy. That is the ultimate question, isn't it? Mm. I like the Patriots. What can I say? Oh I, I can't hold it back. It's just that I just know Tom's going to be pissed off when he comes back. Mm. And he's got so many great weapons. Mm. And the defense is pretty great too. I, I love him. I love him. Also, Barkevius Mingo, as the as a defensive back, I think he could be big under Belichick. I didn't mind the Patriots. And now we're just coming up to the <laughs> end point of this uh of this, oh, I'm. Geez, so I'm off it. the Patriots. Yeah. <laughs> Look, all I can say is the way Mel's this has like, gone. Mel's had some sort of effect on me. I'm it's just, right off. Of she it. has that effect well, on, uh, yeah. on football fans, especially around the pages. The good thing is, the We're good all news. We're going to be wrong by the end of the season. Uh, Stacky. Yep. Super Bowl Li. Patriots one, Seattle two. Done. Yeah, Done. Put me. it in the books. Lock it in. I like oh, something okay, different. Yeah. I think we we deserve something different. Something new. Is it Dallas? It's not Dallas. Uh-huh. I do think the Cardinals rebound. I think if cards. there's, if yeah, there's, cards could be good. If there's yep. a coach that can make sure the mentality in Carson Palmer and that offense isn't too rattled from what went down late in the playoffs, it's Bruce Arians. Mm. Uh, there's no, there's arguably no hotter coach in the game. John so Brown, they win. Big, big, uh, big, big year. I think the Cardinals win the Super Bowl. Bang. Uh, and facing them. Home of Rod Tidwell. Home of Rod Tidwell. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying it out loud, to be honest, but I think oh. the Cincinnati Bengals. Are going to get I a long-awaited Super Bowl appearance. The Bengals before. I'm excited by the Super Bowl already. To be honest, I like the suggestions coming out. They're of a very well put together team. They've suffered some injuries, and they can rally because they're drafted well and they're developed well, and they operate in free agency well. Mm-hmm. But I think Andy Dalton coming back healthy and finishing mm-hmm. a season, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Uh, AJ Green's an absolute monster. They will get Tyler Eifert back at some point during the season. 
and I love the the dual threat running game. Jeremy Hill looks like uh, he's got his confidence back. You know, had a good mirror day. Chest look good. Shoulders look good. Mm. So the confidence is back. Gio Bernard is an absolute excitement machine with the ball in his hand. Bengals going down to the Cardinals. Super Bowl LI. It'll be a showstopper. All right. Now we move into green and gold zone, a name of the segment that Laurie hates. Any <laughs> suggestions to replace green yeah, and gold zone when we talk about it. Aussies, we are open. Hit us up at, at Hard Count Fox, which <laughs> <laughs> jump all over that. Any complaints? Uh, if they're not directed at Stacky, mm. uh, feel free to send them to add hard count Fox. What about long distance relationship? I don't mind long distance relationship. Hashtag right. LDR. Anyway, we'll figure it out. Let's, let's go through these, right, this right. assortment of punters. Who so, just kick uh, the ball. brief mention. We've got four Aussies in the 53-man rosters this year. Mm-hmm. We have Adam Gotsis in Denver, as I mentioned earlier. Lachlan Edwards, punter from the New, from the New York Jets. What a preseason he's had. Yeah, he oh beat my. up Tom Hackett, another Aussie out of Utah, uh, for that punting job. <laughs> Of course he did. <laughs> Loves the punters, this guy. Brad Wing, another punter. Yeah, I like Brad New Wing. York Giants. He's good. I like the Giants. Weirdest accent you've ever heard. I know but you does have a nice little golf celebration after he gets one to he's, check back he's inside the five. He's getting a bit of, bit, bit of swagger, isn't he, mm-hmm. out in NYC. And uh, Jordan Berry in Pittsburgh, another punter. And, of course, in the practice squad, we'll have David Yankee, offensive lineman at Carolina, friend of the show. Friend of the show. And uh, Blake Muir, another offensive lineman. Uh, we are lucky to be joined by who has just been signed to the practice squad of the Green Bay Packers from Kirawit in Sydney. Blake, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So you're in Green Bay now. Tell us how you got there. Bit of a whirlwind couple of days. Um, I had a tryout here it was that Sunday morning, um, early Sunday morning. And, uh, yeah, they within an hour, they said they, they wanted to, to sign me. And then, yeah, so now I'm here. Uh, I didn't really pack a whole lot because they, they had a flight booked uh, for me to to travel back to Texas um, that night, and um, but yeah, once they signed me, then I was, I'm kind of here. So I'm surviving on you know one change of clothes and, and the <laughs> the gear that they've given me so far. But um, yeah, it's, it's it's been it's been a crazy couple of days, but I'm enjoying it. It just seems so bizarre, Blake. I mean, as an Australian uh, Australian sports fan. We're so used to things being so much more rigid and less fluid than you see in the NFL, and it just seems so cutthroat and so intense. Like, what happens? You at San Fran, and and then you hear that you're going to get cut. Like, how does it play out? Does your agent come to you and say that you know Green Bay are interested in you? How does that sort of process work? Because it just seems so foreign to what we're used to in Australia. Yeah, it is different. Um, I got a call from the player personnel guys in in San Fran when I was there. I, you know, I was just walking around outside the hotel when I got the call, and you know, they said that, you know, due to uh, player cuts and whatever, and, you know, I was, I was going to be released. And, you know, you, they say if you can come in and, you know, they take your uh, – they have all the playbooks on the on a surface pad and they have to hand in the surface pad. And, you know, I just spoke to the coaches and, and some other people, the GM. Immediately after that, you, you think, like, what what's next? Uh, spoke to my agent, obviously, right away. And um, then I, I – I went straight back to, to Waco uh, in Texas where I went to where I went to school and um, you know my, my brother's still there thankfully so I had a place to uh, to stay for the week and um, yeah through that week my agents are talking to as many teams as they can and and trying to trying to get some interest which you know there was some interest from from a few teams but uh, yeah he, he, he arranged this uh, this Green Bay tryout. And yeah, I mean, I didn't think it was a possibility that I would end up 
uh, staying here like I have, but um, you know, I'm very thankful that the tryout went well. As far as franchises go, you can't hope to be involved with any more story than the Packers, but when you're sitting there in Texas and your agent's doing work, I don't know, maybe you're having a couple of Whataburgers, were there a lot <laughs> of teams you were able to tell us uh, which teams were involved um, in coming after you or how many? Yeah, there were, there were a couple. The, the Falcons were one of them that um, you know, my agent was talking to a lot and, and uh, the, the Ravens as well. And, and there was also the possibility that I could have ended up back in uh, San Francisco on practice squad. So, yeah, those those were the, the teams and, you know, that's what I had to think about. Mate, you've gone from Texas to San Fran, now to Wisconsin. Very different climates yeah. you're moving into. Are you ready to, to play in that cold weather? Honestly, I don't know. I don't think I've experienced uh, this kind of cold. Like it, <laughs> I mean, I'm from Sydney and it doesn't doesn't get anywhere close to even even... Uh, you know, most of Texas gets a lot colder than Sydney does in winter. Um, but yeah, up here it's a it's a different it's on a different level. And um, you know, I guess I'll find out. I won't. Other guys do it. Other guys are from you know states all over the country. See, so have have you had any interaction with uh, Aaron Rodgers? Of course, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, uh, actually, he came and introduced himself today to me, which was oh no way, oh, stop it, kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> So, what was it like? Just, yeah. I feel like I mean, I'm talking to you about a girl or, you know, like a, a love interest. What was he like? Did he like, did he compliment yeah. your eyes? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he just came up, it was during practice. Uh, this is my second day here and it's been pretty busy and he just said, hey, I'm, I'm Aaron, what's what's your name? And asked me where I'm from and where to go to school and he said, welcome. You know, it's a, it was a hot, one of the highlights of the day, I'll, I'll say, but, you know, it has been... Uh, has been very interesting uh, seeing him in action, you know, particularly during the meetings and, and whatnot that goes on here. He's, he's like another coach, really. He just he he owns his team. It seems like he he's, he knows everything that's going on, and um, yeah, it's just it's a testament to you know what what he's done in the past and mm. and how how good of a player he is. The suggestion is he's got a photographic memory, so I imagine you can roll up to him tomorrow and say, "What's my name? Where am I from?" You know, just test him out on it, make sure that he's <laughs> keeping sharp ahead of the season. Yeah, I mean, I won't, I won't push it too much, but uh, <laughs> I won't. How do you avoid completely fanning out in that situation? Because you know he's one of the biggest names in the NFL, and it must be just massive, massive moment for you. Um, I mean, you're in the NFL now. Like, you, you, there are players, uh, you know, all over that you have to play against that are. You know, on this 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 kind of caliber, so you you, you do get used to it. Like at, at, in San Fran, there's there's a few players, maybe not at the same you know level as uh, Aaron Rodgers, but you know you do get used to walking around and being in meetings and practice with you know some of these big name guys. You're talking about big names. When you look across the offensive line, which is where you're going to be doing your work, uh, you see plenty of players that have been given the opportunity to come up from. Not necessarily high picks. You're looking at a lot of fourth-round picks and lower. Uh, is that something that spoke to you when you had the opportunity to go to Green Bay, that it wasn't so much about pedigree for yourself who's you know, undrafted, but it's what you do once you get the chance to, to put on pads and start hitting people? Um, well, I mean, if you go to most places, they'll, they'll tell you the same thing. They're, they're, they're all about you know, developing players. Because um, I happen to have a visit here uh, to Green Bay, uh, before the drafts, they, they they brought me in on a visit, and the offensive line coach, um, you know, he really pointed out and, and and thought that I had the potential to, you know, to be a player in the league. 
when you were in San Fran, there was a brief period where you were there with Jared Hayne. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah so, very, very brief. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He didn't stay there long, did he, in preseason? But uh, what was your interaction with him? And uh, I guess do you guys still keep in touch now that he's he's left? Uh, no, not really. I mean, honestly, he was there for we, we were there together. I think for it was only a couple of days. It seemed like oh, no I way. think. Um, yeah, and it was kind of the same thing. Like I just uh, kind of had a chat with him during practice, and you know they, they kept the, the rookies on a very different schedule to the the guys that have that have been around a bit. So yeah, he was gone within a few days, and yeah, that was that was that. And did he give you any yeah. insight into what he was thinking, and maybe that he was going to be leaving? No, not at all. I did. I didn't pick up on anything. I mean, he seemed like he was he was happy there, to be honest. Hey, thanks for for having a chat. We wish you the best of luck for uh, the season and uh, in the practice squad, of course. Blake Muir, an Aussie from Sydney, who's just been added to the Green Bay Packers. Thank you. And now it's time. It's time for week one. We're so ready. We are born ready. But what headlines are we going to see after the first matches this week? Matthew Stafford. MVP candidate will lead the league in passing yards after week one as Detroit take down a questionable Indianapolis Colts. Okay, all right. What about you, Patty? Kaepernick solves race relations. Salutes flag. <laughs> okay. Wow. I would oh. love to see that, actually. That would be fantastic. You know, one, one for the people, one for society. I haven't actually given any thought for this particular segment, so I'm just going to roll Another right through. Another And, and we're going to move on to the outro. Uh <laughs> You couldn't give us a headline? You can't give us a headline. Easily oh, you can give us a headline. Okay. One headline, headline non-Jimmy Garoppolo. Brady cleared, <laughs> Garoppolo cut. Okay. Oh, okay. Got it. Josh Norman announces himself as Washington's saviour. Fair enough. How, How many interceptions that? for Josh Norman against the Pittsburgh Steelers? you got a tough ask Two. up against Antonio Brown. Two. Two picks. Two. Yeah, I think he'll be good. Pretty, pretty good. He's pretty, pretty, pretty he's, good. He's... Uh, Broken up a few passes in preseason already. I like what I see. All right. Now, we, uh, of course, will have an ultimate guide online on foxsports.com.au, giving you everything you need to know about the NFL season ahead. Please go online and check it out. That's where you'll find this podcast and some more handy info. Uh, And we have an NFL section on the Fox Sports website as well to check out. You mentioned we have social media, Laurie. Yeah, hit us up at Hard Count Fox. Oh, we do internet. Firing up already. Uh, You'll find all the episodes there as well as uh, we'll throw out some polls, get involved with the fans. Uh, We'll have some prizes and comps and interaction with you guys coming prizes? through the season. What? We can. It's in discussion already. Does this and of, a budget? And of course, uh, like we mentioned, Draft Stars is a partner with Fox. So NFL mm-hmm. Daily Fantasy on Draft Stars kicks off this week. Uh, we'll be pumping out some content for that as well. You want crazy hot tips and picks come to me. You want uh, absolutely ridiculous Devin Funches love. Mel will be providing that. Mm. Uh, and Stacky will be loading his uh, team with Kansas City wide receivers, running backs, tight ends. That's correct. Not yeah. Alex Smith, though. No, Alex Smith stinks. <laughs> That'll do us for week one. <laughs> On that fine, fine note, we're done. Well, that was good. Good to boo. Join us next week. We'll have more action from the NFL. Peace out.